0: we'll hand-select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today we are flashing back to episode number 184 with Cutco Vector Hall of Fame sales rep Adam Sobieski. Through building the company's Closing Gift Consultant Program, Adam was able to win two National Championship Silver Cups and broke the company's yearly sales record three times. Since then, he has leveraged his influence by helping others grow this program throughout North America. Currently, he is Cutco Vector's North American CGC Trainer. In these short snippets, Adam shares how he built his own CGC reorder business, and he details a critical tipping point for success in this program. He covers the many benefits of pursuing this program as an income layer in your business, as well as reinforcing the reasons why this program is so beneficial for the realtors and lenders who are part of its target market. In the end, Adam shares how to get started with the program if you're interested. This is one of many ways in which anyone can have a lucrative and fulfilling career with Cutco Vector. To hear about the program in even greater detail, as well as to learn all about Adam Sobieski's story and his own success principles, you can revisit our full conversation at episode number 184. So you you graduated from Gonzaga in 2007. Your first full year selling Cutco, you sold 200 thousand. Two years later, you broke the all time company record. Uh, you really had this uh, closing gift consultant program humming. What did your weeks look like as you were building your business from you know the 200k year up toward the <laughs> 700k year?
1: The older you get, Dan, and you know this, you know how much money you make. Is as relevant as how you make that money, right? And so CGC has always been a lifestyle business. As the CSPs in our company get older and older, if you've been on a rep trip lately, it's married couples with kids, right? And so not having to work evenings and weekends has become more and more alluring as the rep trips from 15 years ago were a bunch of college kids and now it's a bunch of married people with kids. And so nine to five, five days a week, really. And then, and then, you know, 2007 to 11, I was working Saturdays to do my own reorder callbacks because I didn't really have an assistant uh, at that time. And, you know, as I went in my career, i kind of stayed in that, you know, Monday through Friday, go as hard as I can, but I mean, hard, I mean, like there is no window of a break. And so it was a pretty, you know, intense, you know, eight to six, nine to five gig but what's interesting is that as I went, you know, even in 2014, you talked about uh, the 700 thousand dollar year, which at the time was the all time record. That year was exponentially easier than 2010 when I did 400 thousand, because in 2014 I had over 400 thousand in reorders. So it was that, and I had a lot more social proof and credibility in my market. Once you hit 500 clients on the CGC program doors start to open because now you have a reputation and a brand inside your local real estate community and all those people know each other. So not only are you getting reorders, but now you have prospects calling you out of the blue. Now that meeting at Coal Banker, you couldn't get into, you get invited into it because you have such a brand and a reputation with the community of people. So 2014, the hidden secret is that that was exponentially easier, even though I sold twice as much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So 500 clients is like, was like a tipping point for you?
1: That is the tipping point in the CGC business. That's the tipping point where you start to get reorders coming in every week. It's really a grind the first 2 years because we're in a reorder business. But when you have 80 clients, you don't have a reorder business. So you don't really get how easy it is when somebody says, Hey, I need another 25 clubmates. Done. And that's a $3,000 order and it took 10 seconds. You don't understand how that works until you get there. So the biggest thing that most people... Due to fail in this, which is probably most things in life, is that they stop right before they hit the finish line. They stop uh, when they have like 272 clients and they're like, "Ah, I think the reorder thing isn't really working for me, or maybe it doesn't work in my market, or maybe it's me. But if they had just pushed for another year and gotten to that magical tipping point, they would have had a beautiful reorder business.
0: Oh, cool. And so to build that, For for anybody who maybe is a Cutco rep that's not familiar with this or somebody listening who might be attracted to do this, describe a little bit about how uh, what the process is like. You you book meetings at real estate offices to start?
1: Yeah. So basically, our clients are realtors and loan officers. And loan officers, another word for that is lenders, mortgage brokers, mortgage professionals. There's a lot of word. We just call them LO. LO means loan officer. Those are our clients. We're called the Realtor Program because there's just more realtors. And so essentially what we do is just like Cutco, they have sales meetings. So we go to the real estate office, the Coal Banker, Century 21, Remax, Keller Williams. We speak to their salespeople, right? And we present our concept. And essentially, we're just a better option. We're diverting funds. So before you and I were ever born, Dan, a realtor sold a house and they gave somebody a closing gift. This is not a new concept. This has been around for decades, right? The stat right now, according to NAR, National Association of Realtors, is $510 million. That's what realtors just in the U.S. spend on closing gifts per year, 510 million just in the U.S. Now, if you mix in Canada and you mix in lenders, you're looking at about a billion dollars that's spent annually on closing gifts, okay? Now, what are most of those gifts that are given? Those gift cards, bottles of wine, gift baskets plants right how long do these gifts last for not all that long right they're typically consumed 90% of the gifts are consumed almost immediately and the other 10% just kind of sit on a wall or shelf and collect dust right so okay. all we're doing is diverting funds the challenge with selling cutco is that that person's not necessarily going to spend $1400 on a knife set today whether or not i meet with them but that agent for the year if they're going to sell 10 houses they are going to spend that money we're just taking that money and diverting it to something that's more efficient, and it's tax-deductible, right? So you're limited to $25 by the IRS since 1963. That's the IRS client gift deduction. Because our products are branded, they get to be written off 100% as advertising. So these realtors, if you're your top realtor and you sell 25 or 50 houses a year, on your P&L at the end of the year, you're spending five, six, seven thousand bucks 7000 for that year on closing gifts. And you only get to write off $25 per gift. So if you're spending money in your real estate or your mortgage business, it should be, number one, it should be tax deductible. And number two, it actually should be something that brings in repeat business. And when you give something to somebody that five years later, they're still using every day, has your info on it, that creates top of mind awareness. It creates conversation in the kitchen at the Thanksgiving dinner, holiday party. Hey, where'd you get that red spreader? Oh yeah, we got that from our lender, blah, blah, blah. Five months later, hey, who's that guy we we're talking about? We're going to refinance. Boom, you get that referral versus the Lowe's gift card that nobody remembered. So right. again, what we have is a better mousetrap. And this will become a $50 million program within three or four years. And it will go on to being a $100 million program. There's no question about it.
0: So Adam, if you're if you're describing to somebody you know what makes CGC such a great opportunity, you've referenced a few of the things. Could you sort of summarize what you feel like makes the CGC uh, opportunity such a great thing that people should be looking at and considering?
1: So, you know, again, it's what we've really done with CGC is it's the way that we've turned Cutco into a consumable, right? Mm. So if I sell a realtor, 15 club mates or 25 sheer favorites or a loan officer buys 50 spreaders and they run out and they need more, right? Our average order is $1,100. It's basically a homemaker, but they're repurchasing that every six to 12 months. Now we got something. Right, So again, that's really the beautiful thing is that you don't necessarily have to trade time for money forever because of the residual nature uh, of the fact that the lifetime value of each client's higher. Because if I sell you a signature set, sure, maybe buy some cheese knives for your daughter and your son-in-law later, but you're not really buying 1400 bucks a year for me, from me over 10 years. But if you do that, now your lifetime value is $14,000. And that's a small, Realtor client, right? We have I have loan officers that order five hundred spreaders a year, right? And so the lifetime value of the client becomes higher because they're using Cutco as a consumable instead of as something that they keep forever. And the beautiful way this program has evolved, Dan, is that now it's really just a layer for most of our CSPs. Now the way that we do it, we speak at a couple sales meetings, we collect leads and cards, and then we set up uh, one on ones virtually like this with people that are interested. Our our pitch is only seven minutes long. The one-on-one takes 15 minutes. So you can do a sales meeting and eight one-to-ones, even if you only have four hours a week to work. And so that's the cool thing is that you can layer this in, whereas in 07, 08, even through 2012, really, you couldn't use this as a layer. You know, now if you're looking as a DM to make some money in the fall, or even if you're a new rep, there's no minimum anymore. We got rid of the 100,000. You used to have to sell $100,000, to apply to become a CGC? Not anymore, right? Because we have so much empty territory to fill. And does
0: opportunity exist in every nook and cranny of the United States and Canada right now? Like wherever somebody is, is there opportunity for them?
1: Every single area. We have a bunch of CGCs in Los Angeles. We have seven qualified CGCs in Minneapolis in Dane's division. So, you know, you're talking about if there's a metro area that's large enough, you can have 10 CGCs there and not get to all the business. So if you have an area like Las Vegas with 2.7 million people, you have about 30,000 realtors and about another 10,000 loan officers, right? So you have so much business to get to. We can't get to it all. And they're recruiting more realtors and loan officers into the business. than we can get onto our program because they're always bringing new people in.
0: So cool to hear so much great stuff, so much potential. If anybody listening is thinking, hey, I'm interested in learning more about this, what is the first step for them to follow?
1: Yeah, first thing to do is to apply. So again, the $100,000 minimum is gone. So talk to your DVM first. That's step one. This is different than selling Cutco. We're selling a branding concept to business people. This is B2B. It's just different. So again, it's a great opportunity, in my opinion, for pretty much everybody. But talk with your DVM first. If they think that you're a fit, They will then allow you to apply to become a CGC. If you're under 100,000, you'll get added to a team. Generally, it's the Tony team. And then we get you a kit and you're off and running. The cool thing is that I'm the national trainer. So I run a training call every single week where we train all the CGCs. So we never had that in place before either, Dan. That's why I say like the first 150 million we sold in this program was kind of by accident. There was no trainer. There was no training. There was like one meeting a year. It was just kind of an afterthought, right? We're getting organized now. And so we have national training. We can get you on a team. We get you your kit. We have training for you to watch. And then we line you up with the team leader. Or you can have access to me. If you choose and you're over 100,000, you don't want to join a team, I personally will help you out. I love helping the new people. And we never had that before. So people would get excited about CGC and they would join and they would just kind of be left to figure it out. And uh, that didn't work out so well.
0: So it sounds like there's a great system in place. Anybody can approach their division manager to be able to see if it's a a fit for them. We obviously want to make sure we're dealing with people who are committed to building this and being in the Cutco business long-term. That's a key thing. Really, really great work you've done here, Adam. Congratulations, and it's awesome to see. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives... You can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. If you click on the deals link on our podcast page, you'll see some tremendous offers from our podcast sponsors. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device.